What is up, everybody? It's Friday. You know what that means. It's another edition of Curveballs and Share Shots. It's your boy, Brennan Tanguma. And sitting more electronically, more than six feet away from me, I'm 11 and seeing colors, Dominic Cops and Dominic. We had some technical difficulties. I'm using like a new headset because we literally just try to change everything to fix it. And now it kind of sounds weird. And so if I fuck up, I'm sorry, people. But Dominic, how are you doing today? How come it's your boy, Brandon Tingle? Why can't I be your boy? But you're the my illustrious and esteemed co-host. So it's your boy, Brandon Tinguma. I'm basically your side bitch. No. Okay, fine. <clears throat> What's up, everybody? It's it's Friday. You know what that means. It's another edition of Curveballs and Share Shots. It's Dominic's illustrious and esteemed co-host, Brandon Tinguma. And sitting more than six feet away from me is your boy, Dominic Hobson. Hey, there we go. Make me feel much better now. Um, my day has been all right. I worked really hard. And, you know, tomorrow's day six in a row. Damn, out here grinding. <laughs> Someone's got to install those AT&T fiber. Is that what's like the main thing you fix or have to do at work? I've been doing a lot of copper. It's fucking annoying. Okay. Okay. You, know, you wouldn't know because, you know, you don't know nothing about Internet. Copper is upgrading the wires because it's better. No, no, God, no. Okay, I don't know. Because I feel like someone came over one time and they did, they installed copper or something. So that's why, I don't know. I mean, that was probably before you got the fiber because copper is old infrastructure. Fiber is new infrastructure. You should know this stuff because you have fiber. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Anyways, Brandon, how was your day? Um, Well, I'm okay. I didn't have to do any work today because they changed it up to where we submit the stuff on Friday. But... Uh, I am working a little injured today. I'm hurt. Um, I went to the gym today for the first time in forever because I'm very fat and I'm very being very self-conscious about that. So I went to the gym, but that's not where I hurt myself. I hurt myself getting out of the shower today. It was I, I went to go step and I like slipped because my I was at my aunt's house when I took the shower. And so when I stepped out, they don't have like like a place to like put your feet to dry off sometimes. Sometimes they do. But I went to go step. And I was like half foot on the actual floor. And then the other half of the foot was on the rug or whatever the hell it is. And I like slowly started slipping and I knew I was going to fall. But every time I tried to get up, I just made it worse. And then I just slowly fell to my doom. And like I scraped my leg on the shower and I got my foot caught like underneath the sink. And so I have like a big ass fucking bump on my my uh, shin. It's like the size of a golf ball. And I have a little neck strain. So, uh, yeah, I'm getting old and fat. I need life alert. Dominic, Christmas idea. Give me life alert. Yeah, um, it's a good thing you brought up Christmas because, you know, I know next week is a special edition of Curveballs and Cheer Shots, our annual or some people call anal uh, gift exchange. Uh, um, uh, yeah, uh, I told you last week I wasn't going to get you shit because I'm broke and I still haven't got you shit because I'm broke. So like, um, <clears throat> uh, so since Dominic's broke, we're not getting it. We're not getting any presents this year. Nope. No Christmas presents, which is good because I definitely was not just about to get you a hundred and fifty dollar page cameo. OK, Brandon, uh, I'm going to get you. A I mean, I was gift. thinking about it, but then when I saw it was one hundred and fifty dollars, I was like, <sighs> what is she doing it? Fuck. Jeez. No, she just says page. Yeah. <laughs> and I go like, okay, cool. She said my name. Yeah. Oh, don't know, don't know what I'm gonna hey, do. Hey, Dominic, you like the? Thank you for being a fan. I'll be like, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't charge 15 bucks like EDP four four five, the all time greatest cameo of all time. Which is a damn shame he's canceled. But I don't give a shit if he's canceled. 
every every now and then I'll go back and watch that cameo for my brother's 21st birthday. Oh, it's a great time. Pandemic just started. He wasn't madly, madly in love. Oh, wait, no. Well, just well, not just fell out of love. He yeah. it was it's a little bit, but you know, yeah. still going through it. EDP got him out of that. <laughs> and uh yeah, we're we're here. December 17th, year of Allure 2021, coming to an end. So no Christmas um, exchange well, no, next mean, week. But we will have a podcast next week on Christmas Eve. I mean, I mean, I could scrounge like a couple books. No, I mean, technically, I already gave, I already kind of gave you a Christmas present, even though I haven't told you this. But I guess I could just break it right now because technically it is canon on this RSS feed. But I know you don't listen to points and doinks, but I actually did pay for your fantasy football feed, Dominic. Oh, let me guess. Travis is getting all butthurt that I haven't done it yet. I mean, he brought it up that you, Tyler, and I think Josh hasn't paid it. And I was like, you know what? I know Dominic's having a rough time. So I was like, you can have, I'll give you the 50 bucks, Travis. And then if, you know, Dominic were to win, which definitely is going to happen, then as as long as he just gives me 50 bucks, pays back, I'm fine with that. (laughs) Well, thank you. I So Merry Christmas, Dominic. Now now I'm going to get you a $50 present. So then if I win, I don't have to pay you back. Yeah, or you can just give me that uh, Nancy Reagan tri- trickle-down economics. <laughs> um, nah, I, I can't do that. Sorry. Oh, you sh- I mean, you could, but you just I won't. mean, I definitely could. I fucking know I can, but yeah, I'm not. Okay. Well, we got big show. A lot of stuff to talk about. Some good, some not so good. So let's start off with the good stuff. Some happy things. Let's slob on Steph Curry's knob for a little bit because he is officially the king of three-pointers made in the regular season. He broke the insert two. splash sound. Splash. 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 So yes, technically he already had the record, but this is like the regular season record, which is more prestigious, I guess. But anyways, he did it. 2,974 and counting. Did it at MSG. Only needed two to break the record. It was really kind of on watch for like three games. He admittedly said he was forcing it, but he was able to get it done in the first quarter. Beautiful scene. Reggie Miller and Ray Allen was there. Dominic, uh, your thoughts on Steph Curry, what he means to the game and the moment and everything in between. Well, as a uh, resident three-point shooter myself, I, you know, probably the best three-pointer in St. Joachim's history. Um you know, I, I like to uh, congratulate him, but uh, to be all serious for a minute, um, what I don't know what he, he's been in the league for how long since what, 2009, 2009. He did. He broke Ray Allen's record in four, 500 less games, which is pretty remarkable. Um, you know, he he's you know, revolutionized three point shooting and the way the game is played to my, in my opinion, which a lot of people think the same way. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's crazy to think that, I mean, he, he probably has what, at least five more years you think of the league. It, I mean, he signed a four year contract, so he's at least going to play. He, he hasn't even gotten to the right, the Miami heat Ray Allen portion of his career. He's just the old dude coming off the bench, just jacking up threes. He's still the best player in the league. So he's exactly he possibly could have 10 more years in the league. Who knows? Yeah. And as long as, you know, he stays healthy ish. I mean, he could, I could he's going to have so many fucking threes that 
I don't think his record will be broken. He could legitimately double this record up. I mean, Plus, I mean, it's probably not going to happen, but almost double it up. He can Wayne Gretzky that bitch. Yeah, you know and then just about. just literally be got a Mr. X got a little hockey talk right now. You're welcome. Calm down, calm. Even though I'm talking about Dominic. Yeah, of course. I love Wayne Gretzky. I love him. Well, what's the record I'm talking about? His uh, penis size. Exactly. He holds the record for most all-time points. And I, uh, someone said that if you took away every single goal he scored, he still would be the all-time points leader just based off assists. Holy shit. That's a lot. Yep. 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 So, Steph Curry, uh, Warriors got it done against the Celtics tonight. They have a back-to-back tomorrow. Um, against the Raptors. I think a lot of the stars are going to sit, but I agree with Dominic, you know, Steph, uh, revolutionary to the game. Uh, I know Dominic has his qualms about Steph Curry and other people ruining the game of basketball. It's all about the fundamentals, right, Dominic? I mean, three-point shooting is key, but I just, like, and don't get me wrong, I love Steph Curry, love him. I just don't like the fact that, you know, what I've seen in like the little kids and like, you know, the but that's the beauty of it. Some 45 year old fat dude at the rec center could jack up threes or some little Timmy who's six years old can jack up threes and they can believe they're Steph Curry. Yeah, but they're fucking not. It's some fucking fat dude and little Timmy. And if they are to stick to the fundamentals, they can develop the three point shooting and then become the next Steph Curry. But no, they're just fucking, you know, letting it rain, rain dance and it's not working. We'll see. I mean, it definitely has evolved to the three-point shot where pretty much everyone on the court has to shoot, be some sort of competent at three. So uh, uh, I think the only person who could like challenge it, not exactly surpass it, would be Clay. Clay's dealing with injuries. He he is scheduled to be back sometime in mid-early January. Do you think – I mean, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say anyone could do it because maybe the person who's going to eventually break it isn't even in the league right now. But do you see maybe they're not even born? Exactly. But do you see, let's just say Ray Allen's record. Do you see, I mean, Clay's probably gonna break it, but do you see anyone kind of getting close, like Devin Booker or uh Trey Lin- not Trey Lance, uh, Trey Young, someone like that? Uh I, I'm not gonna say no just because uh, fuck anything is possible. I mean, look at Steph. So um, but I mean, if you look at Steph, he's constantly hit, I think in just the regular season alone, he's been hitting like 300 plus threes a season so you got to have that type of you know basically that you got to play at his level to get to ray allen and i don't think i think the next closest person besides clay i think is is it james harden i think i'm not i'm not too sure yes i gotta get on the case get on the case but um but no there there's clay could I, I don't I don't think Clay. Well, yeah, Clay could never catch Steph. He's a couple um, years younger. I mean, he did have two lost seasons, but it could happen. Yeah, but I mean, I don't. There's there's no one really hitting the top of my brainstem right now that I can think of. I know I there's somebody that is pretty close. Like they're not. They're not top five, but I think they're like top 10. I think it's James Harden. James Harden is, I believe, no, he is number four all time. Oh, really? He has 
because I'm trying. I want to just like three points, but I have like all the stats pulled up. It's very confused. Uh, 2,509. So he is only 51 away from tying Reggie, which for him is achievable. So, so I mean, yeah, he'll do that by the end of the probably end of January or maybe end of December. Who knows? Yeah, you never know. But, um, but yeah, so I mean, James Harden is somebody I, I don't think he'll get Rays, but uh, maybe I don't know. James Harden, I'll put my money on him. Okay, just kind of going down. Uh, Damon Lillard, LeBron James, just because he's been here forever, he's just kind of sticking around. Uh, yeah, so nothing. I mean, okay, Clay is currently what is this? One thousand seven hundred ninety-eight. So he's twenty-one. So he does have quite a ways to go, but he is a little younger. Who knows what the injury is going to do to him? Maybe he's just more of a, you know, sit in the corner, six guy off the bench type thing. But it's uh, neither here nor there. So that, that was fun. Warriors doing the damn thing. But we do have some some sad news or not sad news, but some uh, some COVID news. We have a lot of COVID news to discuss. But the first one we'll talk about, keep it in the NBA. We do have Kyrie Irving, the face of the athletes uh anti-vax movement i I would say uh the nets and the nba were kind of like you know if you're not going to get the vaccine you're not going to play and uh, now because the nba and pretty much everyone is dealing with covid their nets are dealing with injuries now they're bringing Kyrie in on a part-time basis he still can't play in new york so he's going to be on the road playing um not a good look dominic by the met by the nets and the nba after they were so kind of staunchly in their ways and now because it's convenient for them and they need him. Now they, they bend the knee. I mean, yeah, it is a bad look on both of them, but I mean, let's face it. If, if, if he's not going to do it and you need the team to basically have enough players to play and not have to basically run a five man roster, you know, do what you got to do. But it just shows you that, the states should stricken their policies and say, if you're unvaccinated, we will not allow you to enter the arena. And then he can't play. Dominic out here, just laying down the law. Everybody needs the, needs the vaccine. Um, so, I mean, I kind of said my case, it's eye rolling. And I, I don't know what Adam Silver thinks about this. Cause he, he's probably not too thrilled, but he can't really do too much uh, to really stop. Or, I mean, let's be he honest. He can't really here. do anything. Let's be honest here. Let's be honest. Is Kyrie even going to be able? Is he? Does he even want to play? Uh, well, I think he did uh, do like a video or something where he was putting, he was like teasing his shoes, which is, I think it was like a commercial, but I would assume there's probably like some discussions or they had to ask him, like, look, if we bring you back, are you going to play with us? Like, if you just, you know, play outside of New York, is that fine? So I would assume so. I mean, because that, that'd be my thing is, you know, you're, if you think about it, there, everybody was being, basically a dick to him would he just go in there and just uh oh i shot and missed like is he gonna act like he's playing he's gonna do shitty or is he actually gonna fucking try that'd be my only concern yeah, and i wonder how that works with his contract like are they i mean they're still paying him right so it doesn't matter even if he's it's not like he's gonna get more because he's playing just the away games right i don't know how that works i don't know i'm not an agent i don't know uh so we got Kyrie coming back because of covid and pretty much Every league going on at the moment, the entire country, the entire world right now, we're seeing a, a COVID spike and it's really hitting the uh, 
the sports world quite hard. We've seen NHL games and NBA games get postponed. We're seeing the NFL get moved back. We'll talk more in depth about the NFL when we get to the preview and we have a question on it, but uh, Dominic, I mean, this was, I, th- I think it's kind of safe to say this is like the worst it's ever been in terms of COVID like messing up games, like kind of yeah, league I don't remember ra- like league year. round. Cause yeah. I mean, we've had like the bubbles, so they was pretty much contained, but now because we're having, you know, we're back to quote unquote normal. It, it's kind of messing everything, like all the sports up. Yeah. Cause I was going to say, I don't remember really, you know, besides the occasional one or two people, I, I, I don't remember it for any league being this bad. Actually, no, take that back. Didn't last year, didn't some baseball team, like the whole team test positive or something like that? Yeah, I mean, in baseball, we've seen like big breakouts, which you know, I think like the Marlins had. Yeah, the Marlins had one like very early on in the season. The Nationals had theirs early in this season. So we've, we've seen it kind of within like, quote unquote, the bubble, like within a team. But now we're seeing it kind of like all, all the different teams and we're seeing a lot more postponements that we haven't really seen from last year or this year. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know. Hate to see it. Get your uh, get vaccinated. Get your boosters. I don't know. Yep. Get my. I finally remember getting the booster on uh, January fifth. So there you go. Gonna gonna get the old. I don't know. I was gonna make some sort of video game reference, but I couldn't think of anything. Uh, someone who isn't getting boosted, he's getting the boot. Yeah. Is Urban Meyer because uh, he gone only lasted thirteen games with the Jacksonville Hagwires. It has Dog been. Shit. Absolute fucking dumpster fire over there in Jacksonville. So, uh, I mean, it really just kind of tilted when uh, Josh, yeah, Josh Lambeau came out and talked at uh, Tampa Bay Times and talked about Urban Meyer kicking him during a preseason practice and just kept calling him kicker, not even by his name. And we've heard things about um, him calling the staff losers and even Trevor Lawrence's kind of disagreed with the game plan. James Robinson has been completely handcuffed, not utilizing him at all. And I mean, this was maybe one of the worst hirings I can remember in, in my lifetime. This was okay. Okay. You say worst hiring, but when they hired him, Everybody was like, oh, watch out. Yeah, I mean, I actually, Dominic, I did go back and listen because I did want to see what we thought. And I mean, we were kind of both on the same page. Like he's unproven. He's a college coach. We, we've seen a track record besides like Harbaugh and Pete Carroll. Like usually college coaches don't transfer. Well, because usually college coaches are the boss. They own everything. They run everything. And then when it comes to the NFL, you're like a, an employee. You're an equal to the, the players and you can't boss them around and tell them what to do, what to eat, when to sleep and all that other shit that you can do in college. And I mean, how, how am I going to explain this? He, I, I do agree with the firing. Cause yes, he was dog shit. I do feel like, you know, even if you dis- disagree with his play calling and stuff like that, you know, it, there there has to be a smidge of blame on the players because I think I, I don't really think it's necessarily the coach. I mean, he does have a lot of the, of the blame, but if your players aren't making plays, if they're not, you know, playing up to a certain level, I mean, but can't, you know, I mean, no one was, no one was sitting here preseason saying the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to make the playoffs. 
um, their projected win total was like six. So, I mean, and they were just the number one team last year. And Trevor Lawrence has severely underperformed. And I would say it's a combination of coaching and the players, but and injuries, they have dealt with some, uh, some receiver injuries as well, but yeah, sorry. What you're saying. He gone. He gone. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you see, well, any, anybody kind of jumps out at you to, to fill that. Yikes. Raiders, another dumpster fire. We'll, we'll get into that. Fuck them. Uh, so, uh, any, any other kind of, Oh, we have baseball. I forgot to bring, to put this on the script, but, uh, the, the A's, the A's are the city of Oakland. I, I think it's city of Oakland. They released an E I something it's like an environmental report about their uh the possible newer stadium and this is a big step because all the other thousands and thousands of mock-ups we've seen around the bay this has never gotten this far we still see reports of the a's flirting with las vegas which i find it interesting that we hear more reports about vegas than we do about the oakland progress but dominic does this give you any hope of optimism no because the A, well, I'm not saying the A's, but, you know, the owners, fucking greedy-ass motherfuckers, are like the Raiders' owners, greedy-ass motherfuckers, and they want to move. But at least there's more discussion with the A's than there was with the Raiders. I mean, I, you know, just, just stop get, holding out hope. Well, okay? I'm, just, I'm just trying to be a realist here. What, what was, like, the closest negotiation with the Raiders? Like, I don't even remember. I don't even remember yeah, anything with like the Raiders. Like a plan. I have no idea. I don't think they had a plan to relocate in Oakland. I think the plan was just to build on the Coliseum site, which doesn't work with the A's there. Yeah. And I think that and was, the Warriors were there. I think that was the issue was the Raiders were moving and they said, oh, just build a new stadium there. But it was like, you can't because the A's have it and you're not tearing down Oracle. But then the Warriors left and now the A's are like, okay, well, fuck what are we gonna do but let's face it they're gonna go to vegas because you know that's just what but we are seeing with both the raiders and the knights like i mean especially like the raiders because they're in what technically season one with fans that 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 crowd gets overrun by especially like the popular teams like the chiefs um they just no they didn't have a steelers game but there's been like a lot of times where there was a very high amount of away fans there well, I mean, it's kind of what we were going to do before COVID. Remember when they we were going to go to that you... Saints Monday night game? Who Hell did? yeah. But no, I mean, and like, we were supposed to go to a, uh, a Raider game like during December, but somebody just decided to go to Disneyland instead of, you know, playing a trip with us because they hate us. No, he I mean, hates us. I think he hates you, not me. Yeah. Because, you he know, hates, he actually yeah. got online and played video games with me and Mary. Got a dub mm. on Fortnite and then got her ass kicked on Warzone. But, you know, mm. yeah, out of here or there. He hates me because I knocked him out of the playoffs. I'm sorry, Tyler. <clears throat> and you hate me because I took second? No, we, me and Dominic are going to meet in the finals because we're on opposite ends of the bracket. So we're going to have a date in the finals. And no matter what, I'm going to get some money. <laughs> so it's going to be either I, well, technically I'd still lose 50 bucks because I, unless Dominic wants to give me 100 bucks to pay for my thing, but it's okay. I'll just take the 50. Wait, what? What? Because I paid oh, because you paid my home. fee oh, yeah. and I paid your fee. So yeah. you're only going to give me your fee. So I would still lose money because I, yeah, 
math. Anyways, that is it for. Oh, sorry. Uh, let's check in on negotiations for the uh, MLB. They actually did meet. They met for the oh. first time since the lockout, but uh, and? I, I did not hear any news from it. So, no. Okay. I mean, because you were there. Yes, I was definitely there. I was yes. uh, reporting on scene. Me and Jeff Passan, we were there. Good, 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 good. Yes. Uh, so that is it for the uh, the sports news. Let's get into the NFL preview of Week 15, otherwise known as Dominic's Picks. Bum bum. So we had a fantastic Thursday night matchup: AFC West battle in. Los Angeles, the Kansas City Chiefs took on the Los Angeles Chargers. A uh, scary start to the game. We had back-to-back injuries on back-to-back plays. Donald Parham, tight end for the Chargers, uh, goes down. He bounced his head off the turf. And a scary scene with his kind of arms stiffening up. And they put him on a back brace and shipped him out. And uh, he uh, tweeted out, or the Chargers tweeted out, and he posted on Instagram that he's uh, doing well. Thanks for all the well wishes. A, A scary scene. And uh, tough for not only the Chargers, but kind of everybody to kind of get back on the field and play right after that just happened. Tease and peace. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention because uh, why do I care? Uh, because we care about the health and safety of the players, Dominic. Oh, I mean, because, you know, he's such a big fucking star. We care about the stars on this podcast, buddy. And you know what? The fucking stars produced especially for the kansas city chiefs because patrick mahomes tyree kill and motherfucking travis kelsey came out and fucking put their nuts on the table and said here we're the goddamn chiefs and we're gonna beat your ass even though they probably should have lost but they did win in overtime walk-off touchdown from patty mahomes to kelsey 34 28 chiefs hold a two-game lead over the chargers for that afc west so pretty much they got a stranglehold unless they uh, hit a complete collapse uh Really good game, maybe the best Thursday night game of the season, Dominic. But the big talking point is Brandon Staley, head coach of the Chargers, going forward multiple times at the goal line, fourth and goal, coming up short every single time, did not kick a single field goal. And if they kicked just one of those, and if the game played out the way it did, they would have won because it went to overtime. Thoughts on the on the nerds and the analytics taking over the game? I mean, let's face it, fourth and goal, Brandon, would you go for it? It's all time and place. Like I know the numbers will say that you should go for it because six is more than three and you're going to get it like 60% of the time. So the numbers are going to even out eventually, yada, yada, yada. I did agree with like the first one and then like maybe the second one, but then like, I think not like, oh, because we failed the last two times, we should stop doing it. But I felt like at that point you get, you kind of had a feel for the game that, but that would have been six points. Yeah, but I'm saying like at that point, you saw your deep. The, I mean, the Chiefs were doing the same thing The you saw that the defense was being able to hold the Chiefs at the goal line. And yeah, you're maybe tempting fate a little bit because you don't think you think the Chiefs are going to you know eventually break out and do what they did. But I, I'm kind of like as the game went on, I was like, you know, this your defense is playing well. Maybe just take the points and live to play another day, which in hindsight is what they should have done. But that's not what they did. I mean, I would have gone for it every fucking time because it's like, you know, what? you're right there. You can't fucking do a little QB sneak. You can't fucking, you know, just little bitch pass, shuffle pass, something, you know, like there's there's ways to get it done. And I just feel like the the Chargers just couldn't 
basically get it done. Yeah, and I'll, I'm like, I'm not mad at Staley and going to bury him and tell, say, he's dog training like that. But like the one at halftime, I did feel like that one was the one you definitely should have kicked because you're going in a halftime. I forget exactly what the score was, but I think the Chargers are up a little bit. So if you kick the field goal, you increase your lead, but then you fail. Chiefs, you know, feel really good at halftime. You're a little deflated going into halftime. That's, you know, old, not, that's not the reason they lost, but, you know, it's just another swing of momentum in the opposite direction. How many points did Kelsey get you? Uh, he got 46 points, which isn't as much as uh, your boy Kittle got you a couple weeks ago. But uh, Kelsey saw Kittle and was like, man, he's uh, he's doing some things right now. So I, I need to come back and show that I am the number one tight end of the game. Goddamn right. And then Keenan Allen uh, scared me a little bit because he like first catch, he grabs his heel. And I thought he tore his Achilles, but I guess he just got his ankle rolled up on him. He comes back, scores a touchdown late. So that saved my ass. So hopefully I'm on the right track. Dominic hasn't exactly played yet, but he is projected to win. So shit and bricks T's and P's for Dominic to make it onto the semifinals. Shit and bricks. So let's get into the preview. We have a COVID stuff. We have a lot of games kind of, well, yeah, we have some games getting moved around. Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit later because we do have a question on it, but uh, first game on the slate. It is a Saturday night game. Probably the game of the week, we get the New England Patriots taking on the Indianapolis Colts in Indy. Uh, the Colts are favored by two and a half points. Both teams coming off of a bye, a big AFC battle. Colts leapfrogged, able to get in the playoffs on their bye week. The Patriots currently the number two seed after the Chiefs win, but I think if they win, they still they still get the uh, number one seed back. So uh, what do you see from this very uh, intriguing matchup. Two and a half given or given to the Patriots because they're underdogs. Because I know if I just said given to the Patriots, you'd be very confused. I mean, I'm always confused. Let's be honest. I'm, I don't know anything about anything. And this is why we're trying to continue to talk about these things. So you don't get it muscle memory. But I will say I'm tempted to start Jones just because, you know, Russell Wilson's going against LA and I think that's going to be a hard matchup for him. Um. I mean, I feel like Jones is going to have a good game. So I think I'll go give the game to the Patriots over Indy. No Damien Harris. He has been ruled out. So Ramondre Stevenson will uh, get the start, uh, which means he's also getting the start for Travis Loves Kelsey. Love to see it. But uh, I do like the Colts in this one. Maybe I'm buying into the hype because I watch hard knocks. But I do like their their defense, their running game. I mean, Jonathan Taylor's best back in the league right now. A little scared of Carson Wentz because he's not very good in the red zone at the goal line, and that's kind of where the Patriots really thrive. But, I mean, two and a half points. I mean, I guess if I'm going to pick the Colts outright, might as well lay the points as well. So Dominic's got the, you have the – well, I would assume it means you have the Patriots winning outright, correct? Correct. Correct. So uh, very, uh, very excited to see what happens. But back to the fantasy football aspect, uh, I think it's a bad choice to start Mac Jones, especially with COVID, especially running rampant in one well, out running rampant in the uh, Seahawks organization. Uh, I'd be, uh, you know, just get someone on the board just so they don't get COVID. Well, then, I mean, I'm, I'm reading into it right now. And it's, you know, they rescheduled the game for Tuesday because of COVID in the LA Rams organization. So I'm thinking like, Ooh, I mean, Lockett did test positive. So it's not like it has, it's not happening in Seattle. Yeah. yeah but still got DK 
and you got the 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 was it who's the is it Everett? No, that's LA. Whatever it's the tight Everett. end is. It is Everett. It is Everett. Okay. You got Everett, you know. So I mean you got a couple people there, but you know, but that's the only thing that's kind of making me a little iffy about that, you know, with Lockett going down, but we'll see. Whatever. There we get one of the many big, big uh, sides or whatever points we have. Uh, the Buffalo Bills are hosting the Carolina Panthers. Bills are favored by 11 and a half. Uh, Josh Allen will be in this game. He is not, well, he's dealing with turf toe, but he is officially active. He will play. Uh, Carolina just, they're, I think, an, an under the radar dumpster fire right now. I think Sam Darnold's back. But Cam is probably going to play. I don't know what's going on with that quarterback situation. 11 and a half is a lot, but the Panthers are on the road. So mm. did the Bills come out and just fucking destroy them? Yeah. Just, just to prove point. I mean, yeah, I think I'm taking the Bills as well. I don't like it because it is a lot of points, but the Bills need to keep pace with those Patriots, and they do have a game in two weeks. Uh, so it should be fun uh, when they battle because that should be for the division. Then – the uh, New York football Jets travel down south to Miami to take on the Dolphins. The Dolphins, another one of those teams kind of dealing with the COVIDs uh, as well. But uh, Miles Gaskin, I think, got activated. Doesn't look like Jalen Waddle will play, but the Dolphins are still favored by nine and a half against the Jets. I mean, I think the Dolphins are going to win, but nine and a half from the Jets and you got a couple people out. Nah, I'm, I'll go with the Dolphins for the win, but they're not going to. They're not going to get nine and a half. They're not going to cover cover. Sorry. They're there not going to cover. There we go. Uh, I mean, the jets are kind of my, my Charlie Brown team. I just keep believing in them and they just keep letting me down. So I'm going to go with the dolphins nine and a half. If it was like 10 and a half, I'd be a little scared, but I do think the dolphins can come out and, you know, it is at home and I, they have a buy maybe a little rusty coming off the, uh, off the buy, but I think they'll get their shit together and they will lay the smack down on the Jets candy ass. Then the Dallas Cowboys travel to MetLife to take on the New York football Jets. The Cowboys are favored by 10 and a half on the road. Giants not dealing with COVID, but they continue to deal with injuries. Uh, this is a lot of points for a division matchup for a team on the road that exactly isn't hitting their stride offensively right now. That'd be the Cowboys. Okay. I was going to say for a second, I, I, for some reason I thought I heard jets in Denver and I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, we just, what? But I'm sorry. It was the giants and the Cowboys. The Cowboys are going to whoop that ass. I really hope they whoop that ass for Fanny's football sake, but um, 10 and a half is a lot. But uh, I'll with the giants. Really? I think, I think though it's a division game on the road. I'm probably jinx. I'm going to, just say the Giants because if I'm wrong, that means Dak and CD Lane probably had a decent game. So I'll take the Giants. Uh, I think Jake Fromm might be getting some action, but uh, not exactly saying it's going to be a, a sexy game by any means, but I'll take the Giants because why the fuck not? Right. Then we get the Tennessee Titans taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers at Heinz Field. I forget exactly where the line was originally, but right now it's a pretty much a pick em with the Steelers favored uh, by one. Uh, I mean, Steelers kind of up and down. Tennessee's winning, but they're not exactly dominant. I mean, they're not dominating because they don't have Derrick Henry. So it's not exactly shocking that the quote unquote better team is an underdog, slight underdog here. 
I mean, I think I'll still go with uh, Tennessee just because I feel like they uh, are better overall. Uh, Pittsburgh's very hit and miss. So, I mean, I think Tennessee's hit and miss as well. I mean, their run defense is not very great. I mean, their defense overall is not very great at the moment, but uh, the, the Titans came out and they shut. I mean, on paper, you're like, oh, they, they killed the Jaguars. I think it was 21 to zero or something, but the game was like 10 0 at half. It wasn't like a pretty game. So, Steelers are fighting for their playoff lives. I can, I can see them at home coming out and getting this win then we got uh, the battle of the uh, the shit shows we get the houston texans taking on the jacksonville hagwires urban meyer gone i think that gave the uh the jaguars a couple extra points because now they are favored by four and a half i believe the texans beat them yes texans did beat them uh first time out in houston obviously so can the jaguars get revenge or the texans gonna sweep in the jaguars afc south Jaguars will win, and that's because they want to prove that it was his, it was Urban Meyer's fault and not theirs. Okay. Um, I'll agree with you. I kind of, well, I don't want James Robinson to do anything, but I will agree with you. I think we've seen when there's a coach gets fired, and we saw with the Raiders, they rallied around. I always forget his name. Do you remember what the coach's name uh, wasn't it, uh, Barbosa? No, uh, anyways, not the B or something like that. Some, something like that. That, that, that I'll, fucking guy. I'll look it up. He has like, right I know, now, just I know he has like an Italian name. That fucking guy. Special that teams coordinator. Guy. Rich Bar, ba, Barbacoa. Biz Akara. Exactly. Biz Akaka. So we're going to rally around the Jaguars. They're going to fucking beat down John Gruden on the Texans at home. Duval. Shout out. It'll be funny looking back in those little sporadic moments Urban Meyer had with AEW. That's a fun little time capsule. Uh, yeah. Then the Arizona Cardinals take on the Detroit Lions. Cardinals coming off a disappointing loss to the uh, Los Angeles Rams still they're laying 12 and a half on the road against the Lions a lot of points but it is the Cardinals and the Lions that is a lot of points to cover good job Dominic good job you're getting the vernacular down you're becoming so, a shark gar what sound does a shark make fish are friends not food okay um I think Arizona will win, but they're not going to cover. It's going to be a close game. Watch. Jared Goff's going to go off. Okay. Any any takeaways from that Monday night game where, I mean, they, they were close. They almost had it, but they lost to the Rams at home. Do you like make do you make of anything where the Cardinals cannot win at home, but yet they're undefeated on the road? No, I mean, that's just, that's just, that's just the game for you, bro. That's just ball, man. Man, fucking Kyle Murray should have been on the A's, but he didn't. Should have. Should have. Everyone holds champion. Yep, because that would have been the deciding factor is Kyler Murray. Roman the outfield with Ramon Laureano, who does steroids. Yep. 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 Not Chad Pender. Uh, 12 and a half is a lot, but as we said, the Cardinals play well on the road for some some reason is the Lions. Uh, no DeAndre Hopkins rest of the regular season should be back, could be back for the postseason, but uh, 
I mean, Cardinals are going to come out, I think, just stomp out the Lions by 14 or more. Not, not wouldn't bet on this game, but I do think the Cardinals are going to get it done. Bovada, get your goddamn shit together and fix your fucking website. Thank God they didn't on Thursday because I would have bet the Chargers and lost everything, but get shit together, all right? And when it comes up, give me a very handsome reward because I'm angry. Anyways, that's neither there. The Atlanta Falcons come over here to San Francisco, Santa Clara, to take on the 49ers. Uh, 49ers are favored by nine and a half at home where they traditionally don't play that well against the Falcons, Dominic. Is this uh, too many points? Or can the Falcons uh, come out and really give a shit? Don't really give a shit. I just need Cordell Patterson to go off for like 30 points. Exactly. We need them to have Travis Kelsey or sorry, George Kittle and Cordell Patterson each need to have Travis Kelsey games. Exactly. And there then, we go. you know, just let me cruise on to the next round. Yep. Uh, I, I do like the Falcons in this one. That's a lot of points. I think the Falcons are not exactly like a sneaky good team, but they can fuck around and be somewhat productive. And the 49ers, I mean, they, they are playing much better. I will give them that they're in the playoff race They're They hold a playoff spot, but um, if this does get into a shootout, which it could, I do like the Falcons. So I mean, okay, give me it, the Falcons in a close game. I'll give, I'm going to give it to the Niners. Because I feel like the Falcons defense isn't really as good as it should be. So I think it will be a close game, but I'm going to give it to the, the Niners. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think the Niners are going to squeak it out just like they did last week. I'm sorry, Mr. X. Join the uh, hate the 49ers circle. I did. Do you see his post where he just said, fuck the 49ers? Like, you go fucking get them. Should I should I read you the first thing that he uh, sent us? No, we can uh, save it because I. OK, OK. I'm pretty sure it's along those lines, but okay. we're with we stand with you. Mr. X. Uh, so maybe uh, if Bovada gets her shit together, maybe I'll uh, put some money on Falcons plus nine and a half and then sprinkle a little bit on the money line. Anyway, speaking of Mr. X, his Bengals go to that high atmosphere that is mile high in Denver to take on those Broncos. Uh, the Bengals are underdogs in this one. They're uh, given three points here. Uh, do you think the Bengals can have a bounce back victory against the Broncos here? I'm not saying this just to make you happy, Mr. X. I'm saying this because it's what I believe, what I feel in my heart, that the Bengals will beat the Broncos in cover. Yeah, I do. I mean, I I still can't exactly get a gauge on the Broncos because, like, they're getting wins, but they're not doing them, like, in sexy fashion. They haven't really beaten anybody. I mean, I need to go back and look, but they haven't beaten the Chiefs. They Did they beat the Chargers? I can't remember, but... Uh, I do like the Bengals. They they need this win if they want to, you know, still continue to be in the playoff hunt. Uh, Broncos also need to get the win to, to stay in the playoff hunt. So this is a, a big win for or a big game for both these teams. But I do like the Bengals. And sorry, I thought maybe if I just reverse jinx them by picking the 49ers last week that it would work, but it didn't work. So uh, I'll jinx the, the Bengals and they're going to win this time. Do you, you want to take back your Dallas and Giants one then? Because if it didn't work last week, how do you know it's going to work this week? Well, Travis Kelsey is such a big game that as long as Dak just steps on the field, they should be okay. Okay. Hopefully, but you know how that works out. Uh, then we get the Green Bay Packers taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Lamar Jackson's availability is questionable. It looked like he wasn't going to play, but then John Harbaugh came out and said that he might play. They're going to evaluate him like a pregame, which I think that's just posturing. I don't think he's going to play at all, but uh, Packers, Favored by seven points. 
maybe that means it's going to move when it's official that Lamar is out, but uh, any thoughts, Tyler, Tyler Huntley, I believe the uh, backup, he played pretty well backdoor covered the uh, Browns last week in a loss. So he played pretty well, but I think the Packers are kind of a different animal than the the, uh, Browns. Yeah. I mean, and it is at home. uh, Huntley. Yeah. Mr. Huntley. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, definitely going to go with Green Bay no matter what. Even if Lamar Jackson was playing, I would still go with Green Bay. But um, if Jackson doesn't play, I mean, it's not even a fucking contest. But, you know, T's and P's, hopefully he gets better. Bears did play well last week, but it was kind of a weird game with, like, some special teams. And, I don't know, it wasn't exactly Justin Fields lining it up against the, the Packers. So, can't put too much. Uh, you know, downgrading the Packers after that performance. So I do agree. I think the Packers come out and, you know, lay a, lay heavy, a decent size smackdown on the Packers, but this is a lot of points and I would be scared because Huntley did look uh, decent last week. Was this 43 and a half fucking hammer the over We're hammering the over, right? Dominic. I think there'll be points scored in this one. Yeah, sure. Whatever. I'll hammer fucking hammer it. Uh, then we get the Sunday night matchup with the new Orleans saints taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa Bay. The Saints dealing with a little COVID issue themselves with Sean Payton. He tested positive today, so he is out of this game. Uh, Buccaneers not dealing with COVID issues besides Antonio Brown and his COVID stuff, but uh, Buccaneers favored by 11 and a half at home. That is a whole lot of points, especially with the Saints who seemingly had the Buccaneers number during the regular season. But there is no Sean Payton or James Winston or Drew Brees or Michael Thomas. That's funny. Or maybe Cam Jordan. Yeah. Or Mark Ingram. Buccaneers to cover. Fuck it. It's too many points. Saints keep it close, but the Buccaneers do win. I I mean, I just wonder what – I mean, I don't like the Buccaneers' defense. Like, they haven't looked that great recently. And, I mean, the Buccaneers' offense is lining up with Tom Brady and shit, but – I am a little worried that, well, I'm not saying worried because I really don't care, but the Buccaneers defense, I think, could be an Achilles heel going into playoffs, Dominic. I mean, we'll get, we'll cover when we get there because it's Tom fucking Brady. He don't need defense. All right. Then we get into Monday afternoon, late afternoon night football. This is supposed to be on Saturday, but we get the Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Cleveland Browns in. Cleveland, I'm actually okay with this game being moved because that means it gives me time to watch Spider-Man tomorrow. So it should be fun. But Wow, uh, you get to watch Spider-Man. I have to fucking work. Cool. Mm, damn. Hate to see it. Uh, you want to, you know, we, we have a day off. We can go, go together, watch it. Maybe Josh come along because I know you guys are best friends. You know, I, 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 I'm off Sunday, but, you know, I want to do things with my fiance. Oh, so fiance? No. You have just one day off next week? I have Besides Christmas Eve, Sunday, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and then Sunday. So I have a three day weekend next weekend. Mm. So you're putting in, put in the work this week so you can take a long weekend next week. Yeah. Love to see it. Hard working man, Dominic Cobb. Get paid out on there. Christmas Eve. So then I can just, you know, then I'll have a big paycheck and I can maybe Ooh. buy somebody something nice. Mm-hmm. Take me, take me away, daddy. Maybe I was going to get you. Maybe I was going to go buy like a brisket and smoke a brisket on Christmas Eve. And I was going to let you come over and eat my man meat. Ooh, okay. Okay. So. And drink beer. Uh, anyways. <clears throat> or you come to Santa Cruz with me on Christmas. Go go meet uh, Jody. 
No. Wait, Jody? Isn't that the ex? No. No. That would be JoJo. Oh, sorry. Yes. Sir. Sounds so close. Big Daddy was supposed to come, but then he bailed out because he has work. So I'm be all alone. Well, not all. I'll be with them, and then spend the night. At Wait, Santa I, th- Cruz. I thought the family wants to want you to kill yourself. No, that's like that's the stepmom. That's the stepmom. Stepmom. Stepmom's stepmom. Yes. So your dad's girlfriend's mom. Stepmom. stepmom. Sorry. Yes. Don't forget the step. Yes. I'm stuck, stepmom. Uh, the Raiders are underdogs. Pretty much a pick them. This line has been all over the place because the Browns have been hit really hard with the COVIDs. Uh, the Raiders not happy about having to sacrifice their next week for a team that said they, you know, that they can't get their shit together. But the uh, Raiders plus one, Browns minus one. It is at home. It is in Cleveland. So check the weather, people. Uh, Raiders, as we said, are a dumpster fire at the moment, but at least they don't got COVID. They don't have Darren Waller. I will say this. With everything that's happened to Cleveland, if the Raiders do not get this win, I will never pick them again. Mark my words. For the rest of the 2021 season. Yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, Which there's only going to be like two more Raider games after this. So you're in luck. Yeah. It, it really, I mean, it's really hard because we're sitting here on Friday and who knows who's going to be available on Monday, but I will go with the Raiders to get the win. I feel like I pick, I'm turning to the Dominic. I feel like I'm always picking them, but yeah, even without Darren Waller, like they should be able to get it done. But that last week, that last week's performance was like embarrassing. Like I assume the chiefs are going to win, but that game was over before like the five minute mark of the first quarter. Yeah. I mean, I think they're already up like nine zero. First play of the game, Josh like Josh Jacobs Josh Jacobs fumbles and it goes the distance. Yeah, and it's just it's like just fucking terrible. Hate to see it, and not even didn't even get him a fighting chance, and it's just sad to watch. Yep, uh, Browns need to feed that chub. We're gonna get a full chub on Friday. He's gonna score all the points. Right. Sure. But the Raiders are gonna win. Then we get the then we actually get the real Monday night football game with the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Cleveland Cleveland, the Chicago Bears. The Vikings are favored by five and a half on the road. This is primetime Kirk Cousins on a Monday night. I believe he hasn't, he's never won a Monday night game before. Are you going to put faith in Kirk Cousins to cover on the road as a favorite in primetime on Monday night? I'm putting faith in Dalvin Cook to fucking run another like 300 yards, baby. And uh, David Montgomery to run for 300 yards, baby. Fuck, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, baby. Fuck yeah. <clears throat> fuck. Shit. Fuck, baby. <laughs> Bing bong. Fuck you. Dominic loves the TikToks. Huge on TikTok. I'm just huge. Yes. Um, fuck it. We're going to go with the Bears because why the fuck not? Andy Dalton, I saw he got the COVIDs. I think Justin Fields is still good, but uh, no COVIDs going on in this game besides Andy Dalton, I think. I don't know. I can't keep up. There's like fucking 90 people in protocol right now. Pretty much every team is dealing with it, except shout out the 49ers. I didn't realize this, but they have not had a COVID person put on the list since like August or something, maybe October, but it's been a long fucking time. So shout out the Bay Area and Santa Clara getting the shit together and the 49ers. We know what we're doing out here. 
Amen. Okay, Dominic. Then we get some Tuesday night football because the Washington football team are just the Washington COVID team right now. They are all sorts of COVID up right now. The uh, Eagles host them. Eagles favored by seven and a half. I think this is up to like 11 at one point. But uh, since the move to Tuesday, the Lions have kind of gone down. But uh, Eagles still big favorites against the Washington football team. Who who knows who's going to fucking be here. They don't have a quarterback. They're like on a practice squad guy who just showed up, who has like loose ties to Jack Del Rio. Loose? Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, I think I picked Washington. But now I'm second guessing a Michael Eagles. I say fuck it, Eagles. I don't have faith in the Eagles to put a beat down on a team like that. I wish I knew exactly who has the COVID on the on the football team because their defense is relatively healthy. Then I would have faith in them keeping a little closer. So fuck it. Look at the football team. They're going to have some some people come back. Then finally, uh, the Rams, they were dealing with COVID on Monday and led to Jalen Ramsey being out and Tyler Higby. He was a false positive, but then now it's, just kind of ramping up. Uh, God forbid, I do not want anything to happen to anyone, but if Cooper Cup were to also get a false positive and be out on Tuesday night, that would be fantastic. Just so, you know, false positive, so he's not hurt by any means, but he's just not going to play on Tuesday. That's that's all I'm asking. Don't ask people. Uh, so Seahawks take on the Rams in LA. Rams are favored by five and a half. Uh, no Tyler Lockett. Well, as of right now, the Rams are the ones dealing with the COVIDs. Well, I mean, depending on who's out, I mean, I think it's for me. For me, this is the game that makes me go. It depends who's playing. If you got, you know, like you said, cup, and maybe you know a lot of maybe like half of the Rams defense comes down with false positives, you know, give it to the Seahawks. But if everyone's healthy on the Rams, I think I think it's a safe bet the Rams are going to win. I do like the Seahawks. Looks like Russ is back after the mallet finger. The, uh, I mean, Rams was that was definitely a statement. On Monday, that was maybe the best game they've played all year. Uh, five and a half, you know, kind of kind of in between. Give me the Rams, even with all the COVID. With all the COVID stuff. So there you go. You get Saturday night, Sunday slate, mon- two Monday games, two Tuesday games. And then we get a Thursday game with the 49ers and then the Titans. And then we get some more Saturday. We get some Christmas football. It's going to be a fun, fun time. So, uh, that by the is, way, just want to say, me and Russell Wilson, uh, one and the same. Just, just so you know that you got mallet finger. Uh, I did break my pinky finger, and it was a type three mallet fracture. Ooh, today or recently, like right now? No, this was back when I worked at Orchard Supply Ooh. Hardware. So you taste some hell, and uh, Russell Wilson are one and the same. Yes, he got the same thing, but he ain't no bitch. He don't miss games. Yeah, I. I don't I, get no bitch either. I went to work the next day and then I was like, yeah, I broke my finger. I can't fucking do shit. Uh, so it's just stood at register for like three weeks. Did it look like the rust finger where it was like all pointed side? Well, first off, you didn't say, how'd you hurt it? How'd you break it? Um, Whacking it. I wish at least it would have been funnier. No, I punched a hole through my wall. Oh, you're one of those people. Yeah. Eef, come on, Dominic. We're better so, than this. 
you, you never noticed by my light switch the fucking terrible patch job I did? Well, usually you are scared for me to go into your room, so you always lead me in But there. you've been in my room. Yeah, but I'm looking at your fucking light switch. <laughs> I'm looking at all the stuff on the ground and just <laughs> silently judging you. All the fucking cum soaked towels. <clears throat> mm. Oh, that's what I'm, that was what I was sitting on. Yeah. Okay. All right. That is it for the sports. Let's go in deep. Let's go deep into the fan mail segment. Otherwise known as it's time for Mr. X and friends questions of the week. Bum bum. So we do have an Anne's friends portion of the podcast. No Johnny Roca this week. Uh, what? I know, I know. Unless he oh. can't be an email, but uh, no uh, DMs this week. Damn, uh, I know. Uh, but we do have. I, I would. I. I wouldn't say the illustrious return, but uh, Tyler Ty Gundy twenty seven mm-hmm. sent in a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Haley. Haley's not back yet. She did oh. post a uh, something on her story about her grandma, grandpa. Shout out, shout out, Haley's grandpa. But uh. Hopefully she had fun at Disneyland. Looked like a yeah. fun time for yeah. her. I hope she had a great time, ate a lot of good food, made that motherfucker pay. No, that no, the company wasn't all that great, but at least hope she had a great time. That's all that matters. But uh, let's get into Ty Gundy 27's question. He asked, should NFL games be postponed or be forfeited as talked about in the postseason? So yeah, we didn't really get into much the uh, NFL aspect of moving around games, but the talks, the preseason was everything is going to go as normal. Goodell said, we're going to move ahead. We're not going to move any games. And if we do, then there might be, then there will be forfeits from the teams who can't get their shit together. But then of course, when push comes to shove and real money's on the line and there's Sunday, Saturdays, primetime games. Oh, you know, it's okay. We'll move it to Friday. We'll move it to Saturday or Monday, even though now the Browns have a short week because they play on Saturday on Christmas and then yada, yada, yada. It's a, it's a whole shit show. Or do they play on Christmas or do they move that to? I don't even know. I mean, I, I think in my opinion, if if you have like one, two, even three players tops, you know, you should play the game that that is on a scheduled day. Anything more than that, see, I, I'm torn because part of me is like, yeah, you should you should forfeit. You're we're not gonna jeopardize the other team staff members, all these, you know, there's so many people involved in a game that, you know, no, you should be penalized by forfeiting the game. But then I also think about it and it's like, well, some of this stuff could be out of their control. Like, how do you know that the person that's making their lunch or their food or doing the dry cleaning and all this, how do you know they don't have it? And, you know, stuff like that. So I'm kind of torn. I think if, if, like I said, if you have like three people, that should be the top amount before you have the forfeit. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a fluid situation with COVID. And we thought, you know, we kind of knew that the holiday season was going to be bad, but I don't think we really expected it to be this bad. But, I mean, luckily the the Omicron does look like it's not as hurtful to people vaccinated. So that's that's great. Hopefully all the players that have tested positive and dealing with the COVIDs are, are doing fine. T's and P's. So... I mean, I, I forget exactly what we said at the beginning of the season, but it was like, okay, are you really going to actually forfeit games? And it, it, this is like the problem with the foot with football is like, you can't, there's no real room for flexibility 
and you don't want to trot out a whole practice squad out there because that's how people get hurt and it's just not a good game to watch. Um, so I, I, I'm kind of like you, like I have mixed feelings, especially like the Raiders, like the Raiders had their shit together. They're not dealing with any COVID issues, but yet now they have to sacrifice Saturday and Monday and Tuesday and kind of Wednesday just because now the Browns are dealing with stuff and whether you can put blame on the players or not, like the Raiders didn't ask for that. So it's, it's just a shitty situation. I, I would say pretty much not, I let's say all sports, you know, put a pause and let's, you know, get it to next year, go to January 5th or whatever, but obviously that's not going to happen either. So it's just too much money, too much headaches for, for us to comprehend as simpletons. Well, Mr. Gunderson, or should I say Gundy? Gundy 27. Thank you for the question, I guess. Let's get to the real star of Mr. X. Really? Sorry. Jesus Christ. I I had a nice segue for Mr. X and his questions, and I just got... I don't need my stuff in the bedroom, right? I'm 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 live. This microphone's live, studio audience. We're okay. live, pal. Jesus. Sorry. Had a great segue and fucking ruined it. Uh, sorry. Rewind. Thank you, Mr. Gundy27, I guess, for your questions. But now, now let's get to the real star of Mr. X's questions of the week. Mr. X himself. Exactly. He says good day. Good day. Mate. Um, <clears throat> give it to so me. I want to start off by saying fuck the 49ers same and that's that uh, let's see can we say that Amanda Nunes is actually mortal now after her loss to Juliana Pena Mr. And X the- I am so glad you asked this question sorry I cut you off do you <laughs> think she can get the bantamweight title back well Mr. X I'm so glad you asked this question because we fucking told you last week that sure. there was a possibility that Juliana Pena could have pulled off the upset and beat Amanda Nunes because we were getting some Ronda Rousey vibes. And so because I was so confident, I put down money on Juliana Pena to beat Amanda Nunes. And you know what happened? I fucking cashed out. I only put down $5, but she was such a long underdog that I turned I turned into 40. So shout out. I put faith in myself. Might have been a few drinks in on Saturday kind of got drunk but that's neither under there <laughs> i was hot i was hot on the ufc odds last week i got i, I got uh, juliana pena and i got Car- uh, charles Oliveira. so maybe i'm just never gonna bet nfl and just strictly do ufc but you get do you would you have got more money if you would have got the submission in the round two or well obviously but i'm not that fucking stupid okay but uh yeah that last ufc event of the year is tomorrow with Derek lewis my balls was hot shout out but uh, going back to the actual fight <laughs> itself, um, yes, she's mortal. I do think that maybe 135 is a little bit tougher. I mean, it's obviously tougher for her because she's naturally a bigger woman. So that might have played a, a bit into it. But if you kind of go back and look at uh, Amanda Nunes's like her early career, like this is kind of what happened. Like she would come out and she would kind of fade as time went on and she was, I mean, she was super dominant in that first round. Like I was not confident whatsoever that Pena was going to, I thought she was going to get destroyed and just lose, but you know, Pena came out and just withstood her punches and not exactly through, not throwing the best of punches, 
but she was able to get it done. And then she locked in a rear naked and like, honestly, it didn't even look like it was that tight. And then Nunez it didn't just, look that tight at all. Yeah. Yeah. So like, and the Nunez tapped. So that's like when, she, when the, when it was over, I was like, Oh, I didn't think she even had it in. So I'm not going to sit here and say she, she threw it in, but I would say we're going to get a rematch just because it's what they do, especially with these really big upsets. But I wouldn't be shocked if like Nunez is like, look, I got two titles. Yeah, I lost. I, I don't think she's gonna say this publicly, but I think she's privately like, okay, just let me get rid of that title. Let me defend the one forty-five. That's really where I, where I want to be. Yeah, you know, be 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 the true dominant one forty-five champion, right? Yeah, even though thirty-five, there's more depth there than forty-five. But well, whatever. Next up, we need a super heavyweight for women. Well, I don't know. I'm not really in depth with the. MMA outside of UFC. So maybe there's some, I would assume there's bigger weight classes for women. I mean, I'm not saying I want to see, I'm just saying, you know, like want some fucking 400 pound. Okay. What's the heaviest in the men's like two, two thirty? I don't know. Something like that. Or that would be two Oh five to two sixty five. Is that the limit? Or is it 85? I don't know, but it's over two Oh five. I want to see some big old girl. Just fucking just start wrecking, beating the fuck out of somebody. We need to have a rough and rowdy night, Dominic. We need to watch rough and rowdy together. I would be down. Watch. Well, I watched the Jose Canseco one. And that was a fucking mess. I mean, I'd rather watch that than another fucking Jake Paul and whatever. I, ju- I just watched. Was. I watch those on TikToks. It's pretty funny because everyone like they'll have the lives and you can find people just you know, recording on their phone. And then five minutes, like once it really gets popping, it gets like 5,000 people, 10,000 people watch it. Then. They they cut the feed and they get booted. It's pretty funny. Nice. Yep. Uh, sticking with MMA, have you seen Conor McGregor lately? Dude is swole now. I have not. Well, I, I mean, I've seen his tweets, but I don't know if he's... I mean, he probably is swole. He, he a big, thick boy now? What's Conor looking like? So. Don't look is at that, his dick. Is that really him? It almost doesn't look... Oh, he has like a... Beard. I guess it... Well, he has the tattoos. Yeah, yeah. What happens he, when you lose? You're looking thick. You overcompensate by fucking working your ass off and try to, you know, fuck up the next person that comes in your way. Uh, let's see. Are the Ravens in trouble now? All right. Sorry. Are the Ravens in trouble if Lamar Jackson's ankle injury prevents him from playing? We kind of already covered it. I mean, he, uh, you know, they'll still make playoffs, I think. Mm, I mean, the AFC is just so loaded. It's hard if, well, I mean, the AFC North is a clusterfuck at the moment. I still have faith in the Bengals to win the division. Browns are hanging. I mean, all the teams are hanging around and maybe two of them, but definitely not three of them are going to get out of there. So uh, I don't know. I want, I mean, I want, I want the Ohio teams. I want Cleveland. I want Cincinnati to win, to make it, but I don't know if that's a legit possibility, but the Ravens are dealing so much with their injuries in the secondary, especially that, it's really hard for them to, and I know they're, they're playing the Bengals next week, I believe. So, and we saw what the Bengals did to them earlier in the season. So that's going to be a big game, especially yeah. with the Bengals win. So, yeah, well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> and now it's time for Mr. X's NHL update. Let's see. In the NHL, the defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning have taken the top spot in the Atlantic Division 
with Carolina holding strong as leaders of the Metropolitan Division. In the West, Minnesota still sits atop the Central Division. In the Pacific, my Anaheim Ducks, your new leaders. Quack, quack, motherfuckers. He put that? He actually put quack, quack, motherfuckers. Love to see it. He is, he is amazing. Uh, that is it for sports. On to some wrestling, unless you have anything you want to add to quack, quack, motherfuckers. Quack, quack, motherfucker. Quack, quack. Why don't they just give the damn ring to MJF? I don't really see anyone but him wearing it and utilizing it in the way he does. Well, I- I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of, I'm kind of over this fucking ring thing. I mean, or is it just me? Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of there. It doesn't really mean too much. Doesn't mean anything. What are you talking about? Not too much. Doesn't mean shit. Eh, well, you know, it's a it's a, a cop out to, for finishes, and it's just a, another thing for him to flaunt since he doesn't have a championship. I mean, if Cody were to turn heel ever, he did a nice job with the ring and ring in the ring in Ring of Honor. T's and P's over there, final battle, maybe last show ever. Who knows? But um, yeah, I mean, we said it last week when we did the preview. We we just don't see anybody else besides MJF holding it. What is what do you do with it? It's a ring, and you just kind of flaunt it because you're an asshole. Exactly. Okay. Or, or someone you know steals it and pawns it or something. I don't know. That would be cool. Uh, let's see. Next, is Hook really that good, or were we all mesmerized by how well he did in his first match? I think this Hook motherfucker is stupid. As hey, shit. hey, don't fucking talk about Hook like that. He don't fucking talk about hook. All right. What are you going to do about it? I will fucking drive down. I will walk down there because I'm swollen. Well, okay. Hey, 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 let's not get carried away. Here. You ain't going to fucking walk shit. I will briskly drive, drive my your... car over there. Yeah, there you go. And give you a piece of my mind. With chairman's intent blaring over the speakers. Great, great song, by the way. Shout out to Axel Bronson. But Anyways, yes, Hook is kind of a meme at this point, but uh, he did impress. I mean, he wasn't like, you know, lights out technician fucking flippy dudes or anything like that. But I love the theme song. I love just the way he carried himself. I thought he looked like just a straight fucking dick and asshole and chomping his gum very nonchalantly. He is a dick and he likes dick in his asshole. Thank you. And if he does for settling it for me. And if he does that, that's cool. We don't care. But I I mean, I very much enjoy. I just want to know. Well, first off, did you actually watch it? And why don't why didn't you like it? Like right. I, I can understand like not liking kind of the meme about it, but he nothing showed that he wasn't terrible. He just didn't really do that much. So okay, so I I guess yes, I guess you're right because yeah, he wasn't terrible, but to me and and maybe this is because it's his character i just he didn't connect with me granted you know a lot of wrestlers don't connect with me but you know at least like the ones i don't like it makes there there's a reason why like oh you're a bad guy ooh we're him it's just it's like you don't even fucking look like a wrestler let alone fucking like he's just so st- he to me it was not stiff but like he was very like it felt like he wasn't in the right like it looked like he just walked into the ring was kind of like oh i'm gonna wrestle now here's a clothesline here's a because he knows he's gonna destroy whatever the fuck his name is not sam is not fuego del sol 
Not Samurai. That's Kalisto. Fuck Hook. He's a bitch. Whoa. Whoa. Anyways. And, uh, is Action Bronson a bitch? No, he's a cool dude. Good. Thank you. Don't know who he is, but okay. Wow. Uh, you should look up to him. He looks just like you. You shaved your head. Hmm. Last question. And it's a, he doesn't he doesn't ask it to you and he just he because he asks the questions to us, but I'm asking you this question, okay? Got it. So Oscar returns at the Royal Rumble. As Kodak Black once said. I hope so. I mean, I said I hope so before. You don't quote me, but whatever. Well, are you a meme? I can be. I mean, you know. I once crapped my pants and I took a picture of it. So technically, yes, I am a meme. Okay. Uh, I've, I mean, I hope I, I don't know what her, her injury status is. Cause I know she had like surgery on her shoulder or arm or something. Uh, Bailey, I did see, she tweeted that she wants to wrestle. So maybe we get Bailey and Oscar. I'm already kind of on record of picking Bailey as my early too early Royal rumble winner. So I mean, I would love both of them to come back because the top of the women's division on both shows are kind of lacking at the moment. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Dominic was definitely listening to me the whole time, and he's not doing something else or being distracted, talking to the studio audience. No, I'm at, doing I'm, something with studio I'm eating, and these are, I never knew they had them, and they're fucking bomb. Or, you know, you know Milano cookies, right? The Petridge Farm, right? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Toasted marshmallow. They're fucking amazing. Toasted Shout out Petridge Farm. Fucking, if you're listening to this, send me some free toasted marshmallow Milano cookies, and I will fucking suck your dick. Damn, Dominic's just getting all horny, all horned up right now. Because of Milano. Oh, okay. Is it like a holiday thing? It looks like um, it. Is it like in a red, like a no, it's a normal. It's on a festive bag because that's what I'm no. seeing here on the internet. No, it's just a white bag. Okay. Well, I it, is it just what's the marshmallow? It's like hard marshmallows, like fluffy marshmallow. No, it's like I think it's like melted like into the chocolate cookie part. I don't know. They're fucking amazing. You should try it sometime. If you're listening to this podcast, you should try it too. Go to your local store and look for them and try to get them. And if you want to be like Mr. X and like Ty Gundy 27 and Johnny Roca when he does send something in and like the three people when we first started the Facebook and I answered their questions and they never fucking responded to me or done anything back ever again. Number one fan, Haley. Number one fan, Haley, who is amazing. And she had a great time at Disneyland and I'm on a rant, okay? Do not interrupt me. She's our number one fan. Have you re- have you written in a question? I don't gotta write anything. You okay? Okay. Ask her. Ask her. She has a question. Ask her. She has a question. Do you have a question? Do you have a question? Oh. What? Ooh, that is a great. Damn, that is a best, great question. Best one ever. I mean, best one ever. Why is Brandon a bitch? Well, he... well, he's fat. He he falls out of the shower and hurts himself like an idiot. He fell doing squats at the gym once. Yep. Well, on yep. like fucking 35 pound weights. So bitch. I was doing little bitch weights and I fell on my ass. Bitch weights. So now every time I do squats, I'm very com- very self-conscious that that's going to happen again. And you don't have me to spot you. Yep. 
I think yeah. when that happened, I just got up and cleaned myself up and just walked out just in shame. Mary, Haley's a number one fan, but you're the podcast. Okay. You're, you're the co-producer. Oh, She's only paying attention. It's okay. If you want to be like everybody else and even the studios and then the mascot and fucking Finn and Bailey and fucking your other fucking annoying cat. Hey, AJ s- is not annoying. She's the best one. Whatever. Send in your questions. Curveballs. Finn's being a little bitch. NCS at gmail.com. He me out in the middle of the night. I really just want to wring his neck respectfully. <laughs> is that a euthanism for uh, you want him? You want to jerk him off? You want to wring his neck? You know what I mean? Look. I mean, if I leave the door open, he just accidentally runs outside. It wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Uh, your mom would be sad, though. Eh, probably not. She'd honestly be like, what happened to the cat? Like six weeks later. Yep. Well, yep. no, because she know he's all pissing and meowing everywhere. Be a lot quieter. Anyways, you want to be like Mr. X, you want to send in a question via email with curveball and CS at gmail.com. Or if you want to be like Tygundy27, slide into the DMs or ask answer, ask a question on our weekly little call to action. It is curveballs and CS on the Instagram or on Twitter. We're also on the Facebook and TikTok and Pornhub and OnlyFans and Grinder and all the other things. We put everything in the description of the podcast so you don't need to go out and look for it. Just click on the links and they're all right there. Do we really have a Pornhub account? Um, I mean, I can turn mine into a curveball and churches just like tiktok i mean I, I i would love that to happen just because that would be hilarious to put in your description pornhub and you know people go to it and they're like damn there's no movies damn anyways let's get into the wrestling portion of the podcast mr x already brought up the fabulous debut of hook so let's go over we got a re-signing kevin owens re-signs with WWE, it's a multi-year deal. He's staying, not going to AEW. We're not getting the reunion of Mount Rushmore. Dominic, thoughts on KO staying with WWE? I'm happy, but I would be a lot happier and excited if he wins a title, aka WWE or Universal title, and actually holds it for a long period of time, and it actually means something when he holds it, not you know, kind of in the mid card, just picking his dick. Yeah. I mean, as, as much as I wanted him to go to AEW, I always knew that was, it was a real fact that he probably could have and would have signed with WWE just because he's been outspoken of how much the company means to him and how much it was a lifelong, uh, you know, wish and yada, 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 all these different things. So it wasn't a shock that he signed. It was a little bit more disappointing, but uh, good for him. I don't know what they told him in negotiations. If they pulled the Adam Cole saying that we're going to do all these different things. And then within six months after SummerSlam, we're just going to be right back where we were. So maybe we see Kevin Owens in a big time WrestleMania match, which would be fun because we really haven't seen him in one. So good for him. Uh, hopefully he can do something with the company. Cause I do feel he's been one of the most underutilized guys. Like, yeah, he came in and beat John Cena, but then what has he really done after that? I mean, he did win the universal title. And then he got destroyed by Goldberg. And he held the United States title. Which we were there. Good times. And he did have a WrestleMania match with Chris Jericho, one of the best ones ever. It was not one of the best. It's not even Chris Jericho's best WrestleMania match. Hey, I'm just trying to fucking... I'm, I'm grasping at straws here, all right? He hasn't done a lot. I mean, it was better than the Fandango match, so we'll give him that. True. 
Yeah, it's true. It's not the worst. Yep, true. Okay. okay. Not the best. Not the worst. I'm staring at these chocolate chip cookies. I might have one. Now you're having chocolate chip cookies, not Milano's? How many fucking cookies you got over there? You got a platter? <laughs> Don't judge me. I work hard, okay? It's either this. Okay, it's either eat cookies or fucking be an alcoholic. Which one should I do? Yeah, I mean, they do say alcohol is just empty calories. I mean, if you just go on the, if you just do the hard stuff, you just go straight for the hard liquor, then not that bad. It's just the beer that really catches up with you. But see, I can't. you don't like the hard liquor. I mean, we got videos of you trying to do shots in Vegas. Yeah, big yikes. See, I mean, if we make a porn up account, you can put that on there. Charge people. Yeah. Only fans. You can I watch mean, me take a shot of Spirinoff and I almost choke. Okay, Dominic, you're way too horny on this podcast. I Thick white boy on. chokes on Spearnoff. All right, let's get into the AEW Dynamite recap. Winter is coming. We started off the show with Hangman Adam Page taking on Brian Danielson for the AEW world title. And it goes 60 minutes, goes to a draw. Hangman getting the upper hand at the very end, uh, but the time runs out. Um, yeah. I think a uh, divisive match, Dominic, your thoughts. Do you honestly think this match should have went 60 minutes to a draw? Or do you think there should have been a winner? Because I think you should have had a clear cut winner because I, I don't, I don't need a 60 minute match unless it's an Ironman match. Yeah. I mean, I think in a bubble, the performance, I really left the match. I thought the match was great. I thought both guys worked hard. They, you know, did, were fantastic. But just kind of taking that step back and like, should they have done a 60 minute? I do kind of disagree with why are we doing a 60 minute draw on television after we just had another draw on however many months ago that was with Kenny and Brian. I mean, I just don't understand what they're doing. I mean, you can say that the Brian heel turn in general hasn't really been working well. He might be doing like good stuff, but we're seeing the fans still cheer him and still like him. This feud isn't exactly hot. We're seeing viewership kind of go down. And we, I mean, I've seen on Twitter a lot of people saying they didn't like it. It makes no sense. It is like a, it's a cop out finish. Like, to be honest, like it's not a DQ finish, like what WWE does or distraction or anything like that, but it's pretty much the same thing. Like there's no decisive winner. And at least with the 30 minute draw, there was a story where, you know, Brian, the babyface, was going after the heel Kenny. He had him on the ropes and the time just ran out and it was 30 minutes. So it was a little less title wasn't on the line. But then when you go to this one, twice as long, new champion hasn't defended it once. And then he goes 60 minutes with the heel that already is, you know, people like him and kind of wishy-washy on hangman. I think it might be just one of those, another one of those things where Tony Khan and AEW does something like they're just too cute by half. It sounds good in a bubble, but I, I don't think this was the right thing. Like in person, like I watched the match, but I was also skipping through the commercials. So I can't exactly say I saw all 60 minutes, but I, I mean, I still love the match, but I just don't think it was well, the right decision to go 60 minutes. Oh well, yeah. And then that's the thing for me. It's, and, and okay, I'm not gonna say for me. I'm gonna say if I was in attendance there, and I saw a six, and they're having a great match, which like I agree with you, it was great. But sixty minutes, and then oh, it's a draw. I would be like, 
that's that doesn't make me happy or sad or whatever. I, I'll be more upset because it's like, dude, you made me wait fucking 60 minutes for a fucking draw. Like, come on. Yeah, you I could mean, you could the- have done so many things. You could have had Hangman do a quick fucking roll up and get the one, two, three. You could have, you know, he could have hit a slingshot. I, you know, whatever. There could have been, he could have done it and Brian could eat the pin and still be fine. Yeah. So. And they didn't even do like the respect thing. Like they didn't even tell that kind of story. It was just a match for ha- having this, for having the sake of a match. I think they're going to run it back. Cause I, Tony Khan said something like, Oh, Brian's still the number one contender. So we're going to get it again, whether it be in January for battle of the belts or revolution in March or something like that. But I was going to say that the, like the whole idea of the 60 minute draw is a cop out finish because it was pretty much like using the NWA where the guys, the, tra- the champion come down to the territory, face the local guy. He wasn't going to win. So they just do the 60 minutes and flair would just do that. You know, every single week, twice a week, three times on Sundays, whatever the fuck he was doing. And they just did it because they didn't want him to lose a championship, but they also didn't want the other guy to lose because he's the top guy in that company. So the 60 minute draw is famed and everyone loves it, but I don't think it really works, especially in today's wrestling where we have so many shitty finishes in the, in WWE we don't really need another one with a 60 minute draw. Exactly. Exactly. Do any ideas on where they go from here? Because as I said, it looks like they're continuing this, but you can't just go right back next week and have another match. I mean, what they should do is have another match and have a 60 minute draw again. That should just be there. Or they go to thing. Samoa Joe. Was it Samoa Joe and Punk or Samoa, whoever Samoa Joe wrestled where they go? No time limit. And they just fucking wrestle forever. They wrestle all two hours. I think it'd be funnier for them to have another draw and another draw until they have to fucking say, you know what? Fuck it. There has to be a winner or a loser. And then they just say, go as long as you want. And then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We get uh, an elite or whatever they're called uh, segment with the young bucks and pay Cole and fish. Uh, we're going to get a tag team match next week. And they pretty much just outright said like, oh, Kyle White is going to be here next week. That, that, that can't be possible. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know how contracts work, even though you think, oh, 60 day, 90 day, non-compete, but you know, whatever. That's what everyone says. Uh, Malachi Black also had a, a vignette. I really enjoyed it. I thought it looked cool. And then he pretty much outright said uh, Brody King's coming. Because he said you're uh, not a king anymore, so that was fun. So okay, hang on. I'm so confused. So okay, who's 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 going to be there next week for sure? Uh, well, they say Kyler Riley is going to be there next week, and then they tease Brody King being with Malachi Black, which they already have an established tag team in BNDs and PWG. So what you're saying is. Even more debuts. More debuts. Oh, Jesus Christ. All the debuts. So that just means more screen time lost to people like, you know, Varsity Blondes or, you know. They were on the, they were on the show. They are teasing a breakup. Do you think they are teasing a breakup or is it just tempers running hot? Tempers running hot. Or and brand- the gun club. What's happened in the gun club? What uh, did they ask? I don't think the ass boys did anything. 
But what's happening to them? I don't know. I don't know. They're feuding with Dan Housen on Twitter. What? And, what? Where? Where's? Where's the? Shout out! Shout out! Ty Gunny twenty seven. New fan of Dan Housen. It's about damn time. Show Dan Housen some respect, Housen. Where, where, where's the guy that we saw that I think he's dating Penelope Cruz or Penelope Ford? Ford, yeah. What happened to him? Uh, I don't know. Kip Sabian. Don't no, know. the other guy, Miro? Joey Janela. Where the fuck is he? Uh, just wrestling on Dark, I think. Because I, I, I remember I saw a photo of him, and it was like at Dark. To- so, there you go. Where's Sunny Kiss? At dark. Whoa. Can't Hikaru Shida and Serena Deep had a well, we also had a uh, Wardlow squash in between. Good for him. Future tease and dissension. Uh, Hikaru Shida and Serena Deep have a match, and uh, Shida gets the win. Uh, very much enjoyed this match. Crowd wasn't too much into it, probably because they're still exhausted for the 60 minutes. But uh, I, I'm very happy with this suit. I think they did a good job. Nice way to actually have a, a good wrestling feud that doesn't involve the title. AEW actually doing some things with their women's division. Love to see it. Serena, Serena Deeb, very underrated worker, I think. I think she deserves more than she gets. Yeah, I said, I mean, I said this on the other podcast that when she first came in, when she had the May Young Classic, and then when she first came in AEW, I was like, oh, you know, she's okay. Like, yeah, she has the thing back in the day with CM Punk, but I didn't really like her too much. And then after seeing the matches she's put on during the pandemic, I have really grown to uh, enjoy her work. And it, it, you know, and also she has, you know, like the coaching ability to help the other women. So good job, Tony or Kenny or whoever's running the women's division. Good for them. Uh, then in the main event, MJF defeats Dante Martin to retain or I guess get a new Dynamite Diamond ring. I uh, touched on it a little bit, but I did think the match was quite good. Finish was, you know, the finish with Team Taz getting involved a little bit and MJF continues to hold on to the ring. Woo, I'm so happy for it. Uh, I think... Yeah, we kind of already talked about the ring. I think it's fucking stupid. So I, I don't, it's not a lot for me to say about that. I mean, the match was all right. Wasn't, you know, spectacular to me, but, you know, it's I the ring. I, it's what's really killing me. I think Dante still, I mean, he's so young, but he does need to work on kind of like his emotions and his facial expressions. I mean, he always just walks around just pouty face. And then when he's not pouty face, he like turns it up to 5,000. And, um, but hell of a, High flyer. He can, he got that form. So maybe he is better suited for a tag team than just a singles right now. But uh, FTR come down, uh, beat down on Martin. And then we get the lights off, lights on. And it was very long. I think people, rightfully so, thought it was going to be a big debut, even though it didn't like outright say anything that it was going to be a debut. But people were thinking, oh, Bray Wyatt. But it was just Sting and Darby. Um, do you agree with that decision to the light? I feel like they've done that way too much with the lights on, lights off. I think it's overused. I mean, it's been overused since like Undertaker did it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think that's just another one of those things that Tony Khan does. That like, oh, ECW did it back in the day, and he's he loves it so much that he I think he relies too much on it, and he did probably unknowingly get himself in trouble by doing that with Sting and Darby, and I, I think he didn't want to waste the pop of you know two people coming out to the music because then CM Punk came out and did his thing, but I think that was just usually. I mean, I've Malachi Black doing it is okay because if that's just his gimmick, that's fine. But 
having Sting and Darby do it, I, I didn't like that. So th- that going off of that just for a second, that that's the one thing that gets me not worried, but it starts to put the the negative thought in my head that AEW isn't gonna last as long as people think because of Tony Khan and you know. Not, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to talk shit because you know I'm just going to be honest. They need to get the. They need to get the next million. Pretty I much. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Whatever. I guess you kind of beat me to my. Uh... Well, no, I was just explaining what you're trying to say. What am I trying to say? I don't know what you're trying. To, I mean, what your your overall point was, what they're trying to do, but how are they? Why can't they reach that next million? Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, you didn't. Uh, no, it's point. just because I feel like. He, because of his love for ECW, and I mean, I know he likes, he loves WWE because he's a wrestling fan, so you have to love WWE, but for the love of ECW, WWE, the New Japan stuff, like his love of wrestling, it's going to, what's going to cost him because he's going to be like, well, you know, they did this, we could do this too. It's like, no, you're nowhere near that level. You shouldn't be doing that. Or, you know, he's going to burn all of his money trying to do certain things or sign certain people and, it's just going to be enough. It's going to be the WCW and it's going to ruin it. That's the only, you know, because it's like you said, you can't have them, you know, come out to their music because, you know, waste of the pop when punk comes out. But it's like you didn't need to have to just go pitch back. You could just had them run out, which you basically had them do. But, you know, it, I mean, yeah, I just, that's the only time that really starts to get me negative th- thoughts. I mean, we're seeing ratings go down like a slight bit. They bounced back this week for the big show, but it wasn't north of a million. It wasn't like a pop of a rating. Now they are in a quote unquote kind of different time slot because of the West coast, not being at eight o'clock because of the NHL. But um, I, I mean, I would say the, the, the product over like they put on good shows, but the product just doesn't feel like hot, especially like during the summertime, like when Kenny and hangman were doing their thing in the summer, like that's, they were really getting traction and they were getting momentum, but like right now they're just kind of chugging along, like not really doing anything, you know, super fantastic. It's just, there's some flaws, but they're not exactly doing anything fantastic either. So maybe it's just the holiday low period and they're trying to, they're going to get back on track once they get to TBS, but Hey, it, I do agree. You know, there are some, some cautionary things to look at, but uh, as we said, CM Punk comes out, shout out CM Punk wearing that fucking, uh, t-shirt pretty much like you know anti anti-abortion t-shirt in texas love, love to see it love to see it and a boy cm punk i was trying to sh- see what his shirt was because obviously you can see like the reproduction system but you can exactly see what his shirt said but we got the message shout out punk uh that is it that oh i guess that's it but uh next week they're in greensboro sting's gonna be there have a match should be fun fun atmosphere uh, but yeah, that'll do it for us for today. Thank Yay. y'all very much for tuning in, Dominic. Any uh, lasting uh, remaining thoughts you have, just rattling around there? Um, not uh, nothing I could think of. What? Uh, yeah. Any any more cookies you're gonna you got on deck? No, I I stopped eating them because I gotta go to bed because I gotta go to work tomorrow, so then I can make enough monies and get you a present on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like a sports gift. Or you're just not giving me anything. 
you save up so we can go on a massive Las Vegas vacation. That's definitely what we're going to be able to do by by uh, Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do want to get you some. I mean, okay, hang on. Would you honestly come over if I did a barbecue? Would you come over? Uh, what day would this be? It'd be Christmas Eve. <laughs> oh. I can't do something. Um, like I am. <laughs> no with... one listens to the end of the podcast. Yes, no one listens to the end of the podcast. Uh, Mr. X, you're not cancel anybody. I mean, Dominic, you've been. Never mind. I'm not going to say it. Let's just. I've been a good boy. Give me a break. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let's move. All right, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. Hopefully, we uh, have a show next week because we're not canceled. But goodbye and good night. Uh, bye Don't agree with